Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But, uh, uh, I knew but Carl. My, my uncle... Carl worked at Nintendo, actually. So, (laughs) (laughs) Carl gave me a foil Charizard. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Lore Boys. Um, this is James again. So, uh, last time I kind of left on a, a cliffhanger, uh, on top of a deep dive or something like that, where, um, we had some more to talk about for deep rock. So that's what we're going to be doing today. Uh, so my name as always is James Miller and we are joined today with the, the second side in this two-sided Diagon, Ethan Palmer. <laughs> I guess, uh, yeah, we're not going to make a triangle out of this one, so it's like me, Gunner Main. Uh, can I be the empty space in the Diagon? Yes. Yeah, sure. That's uh, uh, Oreo Peter O'Donoghue. <laughs> we have made a reference that only the patrons will know about tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. So, <laughs> but... so Diagon is two sides. Pentagon yeah. is five sides. What the hell are one, three, and four doing? They're Trigon? really... Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it really should. It should be a trigon. It should be a trigon, and then a I guess a quadgon. I bet you trigon Quadron? still means triangle. Quadgon sounds oh, like yeah. a, a Star Wars uh, creature or something. Tri- trigonometry yeah. is trigon. The, the science of science of triangles. That's yeah. the name of this episode. It's also <laughs> a supervillain published by DC Comics as Trigon. Oh, I thought you were going to say trigonometry. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Apparently, he's one of the most powerful beings in the DC universe, uh, having enslaved many worlds. And uh, Darnell, I'll never talk about him again. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is he a, is he a Green Lantern villain though? That would be pretty hype. <laughs> he probably fights the Justice League. They all kind of uh, they all they all share villains, right? Stilt yeah. Man, who is tall. Polka dot man who shoots polka dots or something. I know there's calendar man who not a, not a clue what he does, but I think his tie is like, maybe I just had imagined this like, and it's like just implanted in my head. I think calendar man's tie is like a tear off calendar where he has like <laughs> 31 ties. Like calendar like, man, <laughs> calendar man takes your outlook or Google calendar and moves all your meetings 15 minutes later, but only on your side. So you're always oh, late okay. to every always meeting, late. but don't know yeah. it. Yeah. Also, I'll say today, this morning I had a 10 30 yeah. uh, and I'm online and I'm working away. Like 10 30 was my first meeting of the day. Uh, and I looked down at one point, and I'm like, sure, I still have some time, and it's 10.34, and I'm like, oh, shit, like, how did I end up late for this? Then I go, and I'm, like, trying to sign on, and it won't let me, and my computer had, like, had done exactly that. Like, not my Outlook calendar, but my computer had jumped 15 minutes into the future, where it was <laughs> it was actually, it was actually like, 10.16 or something like that, right. and it said 10.34 on the, on the thing, and I had to reboot my computer, because it was just like, we don't know how to handle this anymore. We're in the future, and we, we can't operate. <laughs> that is... 
so fucking like sometimes mine will get the the wrong time by like an hour because it just it just switches time zones basically for some reason and then you just like reset the clock you like uncheck set with internet and then recheck it and it fixes the problem but i've never had it a, a common problem in canada for uh for us and not for uh for our american listeners you can you can get this here's here's why you don't pay for healthcare, uh <laughs> or here's why you have to pay for healthcare because you don't have to deal with this this shit where our our computer keyboard will switch to uh canadian french from canadian english and the question mark becomes a, a large e with an accent on it yes yes so you're, yeah. you're you're suddenly ending your sentences in capital E's with an accent aigu. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when I take my laptop to bed to like fall asleep to some cozy Townsend making 18th century like whatever the fuck, um, if I let my battery like almost die but not quite, when I open up my computer, it'll be whatever time I just close my lid on, so like 3 a.m. or whatever. And then uh, it asks for a Windows login, and my PIN no longer works to get in. And I have no idea what Windows account it's connected to. I think one time <laughs> I had to like sign in through my work email just to get into my personal computer. And I don't know why it automatically linked the Microsoft account to my... That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. It's, yeah. Anyways. Do you think they have these kinds of problems on the space rig working for Deep Rock Galactic? Uh, their, their drop times are, are moved ahead 15 minutes, so you just <laughs> yeah. get left behind. Um, I was watching a lot of vlogs, because they have vlogs from, like, 2017 of when they were, like, creating the game and their vision for the game. And they said all of their technology is going to be, like, like they're not going to have, like, uh, little, like, devices that are compact and can do things efficiently. Everything has to be big and bulky. So if they have an alarm clock in that world, it's going to be, like a uh, cyberpunk futuristic like giant alarm clock with a hammer on the yeah. side of a bell okay, I'm, yeah. I'm a mechanical <laughs> arm with a mallet that comes out and hits the dwarf on the head while he's yeah, lying yeah, head, basically. Yeah. the gloved hand of course yeah yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah of course um so yeah this, last time if you guys are interested about like where deep rock kind of came from um you can go check out our previous episode it should be in uh the links below but it's basically we go over the history of like where did all the people who made Deep Rock come from at Ghost Ship, Ghost Ship Games? Basically all came from Press Play, who were bought out by Microsoft and then run into the ground by Microsoft, and then all the guys came and made their own studio. Uh, Thanks, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we got, well, we got Deep Rock from it. So. We did? Yeah. One of the yeah, developers was playing Minecraft. He's like, this is cool, but what if more guns and better enemies? And what if it wasn't for yeah. fucking babies, right? Yeah. yeah. What if more guns and better enemies, and then we also take away the building? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the core the core gameplay of this game. Yeah. What if we just take that <laughs> just away the and make it a different part. game? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's like Minecraft meets Left 4 Dead if you have never played the game before. Uh, it's a great way to yeah. kind of sum it up um what else happened we kind of went over all the different um the classes and like what they're into what kind of guns they have kind of their play styles and things like that in case you wanted to dive in for yourself um i've changed my mind on the scout m1000 by the way which is just like the garand i think is the old one for it oh, i can't m1, remember m1 garand is, a, is an old old timey rifle right. not yeah, Pete, you're the one noticed. who called it out the last time which is why i tossed it but... I, th I thought and then i was corrected by someone who knows guns better by fitty um okay. i think he said it's a different gun okay. um so uh i don't know but it's the one that goes ping when you uh when you sh when you've shot enough nazis yeah. your your yeah, goes exactly. ping to tell you that it's done basically and then if you, you get put to call it. of duty 2 
Yeah. You probably shot an M1 Garand at some point. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so basically, it's. <laughs> I thought it was bad because it has like two shots in the chamber and like there's usually huge swarms. But I found out that you can like have more shots in the chamber, uh, make it shoot faster, and also have uh, a perk that makes it like shoot through things. So the strat is you kind of just wiggle around so all the bugs line up and then you just shoot and you can get like three or four at once by getting that. So, and. Now my gun has like 17 or 16 shots in it. I don't know how I got that many. I have a clean overclock for it as well. But basically what I used to think was just uh, only good for single target. It's very good for single target. You can shoot a like Praetorian in the face and it'll die. You don't even have to go for the butt. And also now you can actually get the waves as long as you line them up good. So I was wrong. The gun is very good if you know how to build I it might, uh, I might give that a shot. I never. I always use the default SMG on this guy. Yeah, I have a clean I've never We played wrong. Deep Rock a couple days ago, and we had a couple of missions there uh, that went cuckoo bananas and was oh, just yeah. non stop. Well, whatever, like when we played like Friday night, we did like one mission, like everything's quiet, and then it just goes crazy and never yeah, stopped. Yeah. For, like, it's it just, was exhausting. It's just one mission that just went like, went off and never stopped. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't get out there soon enough. It was like point extraction, acorks, but like yeah. we tried to do a secondary thing where you have to like kill the tower for those play and then uh yeah it just never stopped after that point we didn't even clear the tower it was was we laughed in the face of god and he uh he showed us that he's still truly in charge uh, on hoxus god dunks (coughs) fools like us yeah luke 317 (laughs) update i (laughs) I think my covid's over but i still have a residual cough uh i i felt real good today i was out and about and uh breathing and feeling good but well, good. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, who 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 the fucks Carl? Um. So well, all I know about Carl is there's a voice line where you go for Carl. That's, that's yeah. a good one. When you do your power attack. That's very good. Yeah. So, oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, what's okay. what's the lore behind the voice line for Carl? <laughs> the, when you do your power attack not always when you do your power attack but sometimes when you do your power attack that's that's a good one i actually my i started off with a voice line as well but i started off with the driller killing an enemy where he says this one's for carl uh okay similar idea similar idea i want to say mm-hmm. a big thanks to sniss s-n-i-s-s on youtube for uh organizing his thoughts on basically how all these voice lines fit together uh, along with connecting it to the wiki because it was a big help for for me to be mm-hmm. able to do the same um yeah yeah oh and i was holding my breath when we were recording this episode last time so i couldn't correct you guys but there are voice lines about elves i don't know if we're gonna get into oh that right later, we, should, but... we should mention it yeah correction from yeah. last time the leaf so, you called them the leaf yeah lovers, if you there's voice lines for when you shoot a friendly character or when a friendly character shoots you and one of them is watch your fire you watch your fire you pointy eared leaf lover okay which cool. would be a reference to elves yeah, that'd be fun if they started to bring in other races. Like we find out that that the incursion is like actually yeah. from the elves, or like it's the later elves. On, that'd be fantastic. Later on, like maybe season three, we get some more like brutish type of like uh, machines, and then there's there's orcs that show up, and not only you have to kill bugs, but you have to kill orcs too. That could be fun. Orcs too. Yeah, I mean, wow. you could kind of do a cool co-op game for elves, say similar industrial feel. But, like, if you used grappling hooks to scale giant trees and, like, harvest their resources, right? It would, cause giant it would have giant acorns. Be, yeah, they're giant acorns. It'd be, like, the yin <laughs> to the yang, right? Right. Would be, and you'd have, like, a flying mine cart or whatever. And then yeah. instead of having drills to dig, you'd have grappling hooks. 
That could be cool. You'd no ship like... games. That was my idea. Don't, do not steal. You have to pay. And then the, the, that was scout, not free. the scout in the elf game, since the scout's mobility weapon is the grappling hook, right. I guess the scouts uh, in the elf game would be he'd have drill. So he could like drill into the middle of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking probably some type of like cloaking stuff. Cause I'd imagine elves are pretty aware of their forests. So if you're like the front runner, you'd have to like have something to hide from their onslaught of magic mm -hmm. or something. I don't know. Yeah. We, can, we in, can work it out in post. But... In Dungeons and Dragons, uh, the cloak of Elvenkind lets you uh, hide anytime you're kind of standing in nature. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Like the, like the cloak that Frodo and Sam got from the elves that, was poorly explained in the movies, I think. Right. Oh, the the because of the effects at the time, the where they are clearly underneath a like gray spray painted tarp that is yeah. so fucking heavy. <laughs> but they, they pretend to be a they they pretend to be a rock at the bottom yeah. of the hill. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So yeah, we we never meet Carl in game so far. Um. So like, is he a fallen dwarf from a past mission? Uh, he could be. He could be still alive. In the 2017 VOD that I watched, um, they left the door open for him still being alive. But they also said that they wouldn't add laser guns uh, in the game unless they're huge and clunky and they have laser pistols in the game now. So uh, their their ideas are, are, are constantly evolving. 2017, I don't think the game was actually fully out yet. I think the early release came out in 2018. So it was very, very, very early. Damn. Okay. Yeah. And people were still like, gotcha, journalis gotcha journalism. Like, well, what happened to Carl? Hmm? Yep. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know, the game's not even fucking out in early access yet, so don't know where you're getting your fucking info. But yeah. <laughs> I watched some gameplay from the VODs too, and the game doesn't even look like uh, Project uh, Dworkin, which we kind of talked about in the last one. Uh, Ethan, I'm not sure if you got to see photos of it, but it, it, you can barely even find them online. I found them in like a specific video. And it just looked like the same game, but just so much more like polygons. Like everything was boxy, kind of more like Minecraft. And um, yeah, yeah. It, I, I only, it, I only see, I see all the the because um, I did look it up when you guys when I was to you guys talking about it when uh, I was holding my breath. Yeah. Um, mm. I saw like the concept art, and then like you say, it's just like Dwarka, Italy, yeah. or not Italy, India. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then even I in the countries. Yeah. <laughs> Even in the 2017 version, which I just watched today, it looked bad still. And they even ended up like recording um, like a teaser video for the game coming out and then having a huge breakthrough in their procedural generation that made it look way better. And they just, right. yeah, and they reshot everything shot for shot just because right after they had that breakthrough, like the game looks way better now. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. And it, it led more to the game that we know today, which I love the art style yeah. of, of deep rock. Yeah. It's not over. I love the 13 gig download that you can just play infinite levels forever. Unlike, uh, some other games that we play where it's just like, yeah, here's your three maps. And that's 108 gigs. It's Thank not you. 13 <laughs> gigs. It's like three gigs. It's really small. Uh, deep rock. Really? Okay. I can yeah. look it up right now. It's procedurally oh, yeah. generated. I remember downloading it being like, wow, that is tiny. Um, yeah. yeah, we just played play Payday 2 uh, since the last time we talked about it in the episode, and that was like 60 gigs and kind of uh, not the best experience, which you can hear more about in the Patreon episode if you're interested. Yeah. But It's two, uh, two and a half gigabytes. Wow. Two, that is two, way smaller uh, than I would have thought. Shit, yeah. Yeah. Since procedural <clears throat> generation goes a long way, I guess. So. Yeah. J yeah. Jamie clearly has the the laptop in the group to know like the exact build size of every yeah. game because <laughs> we were all he was also bringing up build size of games in our uh, Patreon bonus content for this yeah. week. So 
Yeah. <laughs> I have to manage it. Yeah. If I want to yeah, keep Elden Ring. his fucking meal tickets, basically. Just yeah. like, oh, I hope I have enough gigs for the month. Yeah. <laughs> if I want to be able to relapse into World Warcraft Classic at any moment and also be able to play Elden Ring on the back burner, then I have to have X amount free at yeah, all yeah. times. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> relapse at any moment. Yeah. Yeah. And it's reassuring to know that you never have to drop, drop Deep Rock, really. No, yeah. yeah. It's great. There's, I'd be offended. I think like Slay the Spire has a similar download side and it's like a card game. And yeah. Um, so yeah, back in the old days, Ghost Ship Games would put up videos on their YouTube to talk about development. I was talking about a little bit, the vlogs. I think there's six vlogs. They're, they're really interesting to watch because you can kind of see what their thought process was before the game come out. Uh, how they're like, I, I was watching and they're like, this is, we would have a more combat focused thing where you would bring in, uh, there'd be no Molly, you'd bring in a drop ship, and you'd have to collect like 10 major minerals. And they're basically just explaining what a point extraction is. Yeah, it's and, a quite, okay, yeah. So. yeah, they didn't know what it was. Yeah, it's really cool that just to see them, uh, their thought process as it's coming out. Um, yeah. And in the second vlog, they talked ex- about Carl directly. So they, they got asked, who is Carl? And Robert, he's the lead art director, and if you don't know who he is, he's the voice of Mission Control, so you should know him from the game. Oh, that he has such a... I remember you telling me this. He has such a great voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he has... How, how many voice actors are there? Because it feels like two. I, is there only one actor for the dwarves? Because they all just sound pitch-shifted into, like, a different... I couldn't tell you. I know that the a lot of the voices came from in-house, but yeah. I'm not sure exactly how many. There's six main founders of the game. Um, one of those main founders is the the mission control guy. So it could be they grabbed a couple others for for uh, the dwarves. Yeah. yeah so Ro- Robert Fries is all dwarves and mission control. Oh, he does oh he's the same guy. Okay. Per, yeah. Per D- yeah. Per IMDb. But yeah, to Peter's point, like the the four classes, they are very clearly. The same actor with the same voice, like the same voice lines, just yeah. pitch shifted yeah. different. Yeah. Scout has the highest voice, I think. I always notice that yeah, when everyone... Yeah, Driller has the deepest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would love it. Let's start a rumor right now. You know how there was like the rumor that like uh, Michael Jackson wasn't actually Michael Jackson on that Simpsons episode? It's like, no, Michael Jackson does the voice of all the dwarves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Pete Rock Galactic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They pitch shifted him up for the scout and down for the rest of the dwarves. Yes, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Robert, the lead art director and the voice of everyone in the game, I guess, uh, he also um, came up with the idea of Carl. So what he called Carl in 2017 is he said, Carl, quote, Carl is a previous colleague, friend, battle brother. And he lifted his hand up like this when he did it. <laughs> uh, and every monster they kill is in revenge for Carl was the basic idea so they're kind of okay. giving motivation to uh to all this this, this violence um it's, yeah why why we don't leave the company is because we're trying to avenge carl i guess yeah, <laughs> yeah that's like the where it comes from in uh some of the conspiracy theories i'll get into later uh we bring up some uh russian propaganda that this also ties to but what we'll, 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 we'll talk, that's gonna be like our second last thing to the end so <laughs> okay yeah um this like in these vlogs there's a lot of cool little nuggets like 
the game director, um, he explains why he liked the name Molly uh, for the robot. He liked an organic name instead of something like Star Wars, where it's like R2-D2 or C-3PO. Uh, when you're like down in a dark hole, it's nice to kind of have your friend Molly there. Not Yeah, yeah it humanized. Like Bosco is your little drone robot. Yeah. Bosco's a drone robot. The drill dozer is Loretta. Yes. Yeah. And right. the dwarves yeah. refer to her as Dottie, which is very cute. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and uh, oh, and the hacking robot is Haxy. Haxy. is one of my favorite. I think I may have talked about in the last episode. Uh, he is just the top half of a little man, of a, like a little man robot with a big bright cyclops eye and like mm. a, like a, basically like a hazard rotating siren light on top of his head, but they put a hard hat on top of that. And on it does it. And then his, <laughs> bottom, his bottom half is like a CRTT, like a CRT tube screen computer. And he just yeah. like hacks away on a keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's rapidly typing away rapidly and emphatically typing away yeah uh if you if you rock and stone him or uh most of the other robots in the game they'll usually like salute back or something like that rock and stone is like the salute in game that you can do to anybody where you raise your pickaxe and you yell rock and stone yeah um and if you do it to like bosco or haxi they'll or the bartender at the abyss bar yeah uh, they'll they'll salute you basically uh loretta will like spin her head and like look at you if you uh rock and stone her that's awesome i didn't know that we hadn't mentioned like pete and i mentioned our like hours played or whatever but ethan has even more than both of us uh he is at... are inflated right now but yeah yeah we were talking about the other night. i'm at 191 but i for a good while i was like waking up at 5 a.m my sleep schedule just got weird so i'd play in the morning and then i'd leave it open all day while i was at work so yeah. We don't but know what the real number. Your actual experience is more than ours too, because your account levels in the high fifties. I'm in the yeah. low forties, and Pete's in the high thirties. I think right yeah. now. Yeah. 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 So yeah, uh, another thing that kind of surprised me. What do you guys think uh, Morkite comes from? The name Morkite. Oh, uh, is it what is it? Morlocks from H.G. Uh, <laughs> Wells or whatever. Oh, from the time machine. That's a great guess. Yeah, <laughs> good guess. Um, That's not it. What is the what's fool's gold? What it's pyrite is uh, right. it, iron pyrite. I think is like fool's gold. So it just it's it's got the it's got like a suffix of yeah. an actual mineral. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's a good guess. I thought it would be Mork and Mindy because it's like an alien okay. or whatever. Um, <laughs> okay. okay yeah this 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 video game for 2018 is just like you remember that uh that comedy show where robin williams was on cocaine the whole time that's <laughs> that's the reference for they, they do mention that they have a lot of 80s influences so i wouldn't have been okay. so out of out of like the realm of possibility but yeah i guess having never been to the 80s myself i suppose it, it does seem just like something that an old person would do I guess. <laughs> <laughs> a boomer if you will yeah, yeah. Uh, of course yeah um so i mentioned in the last episode um they're a danish company and the danish word for darkness is mork like m with an o with like the it looks like like a slash through it somebody canceled the o like it's, it's a reminder like uh yeah. please uh please king of <laughs> king of denmark remove this o later and he just never did so that's yeah like, yeah. <laughs> yeah though danish word for darkness is mork uh with an e on the end so morkite means darkness mineral and it is oh, very dark. I, I wonder. I wonder if that's where uh, the English word "merc" comes from, like "murky." Oh, yeah, because the Danes invaded England, eh? Yeah, and then yeah. they clouded up all Several our ponds. <laughs> <laughs> 
Morkai's interesting because you like you can mine the crystallized bit, but our, like the favorite mission, like my favorite mission, like the, all of our favorite mission, the uh, with the oil derricks basically, where you're drilling for liquid morkite. It has like a fluid form as well. I'll yeah. say it here, guys. Uh, you've always said it's all of our favorite missions. I don't know if it's my favorite mission. I've what? Always just, it is all of our favorite. Missions. I've never just I've never spoken up for or against it, and you guys kind of just lump me in with the same opinion. I don't know if it's my favorite yeah. one. It's kind of annoying Indeed. sometimes when there's like a pump jack way out of the way and you got to like dig a spiral circle all the way yeah, up. Yeah, you, you don't have a You don't like it because you only play a scout. But I'll yeah. say as as driller, it is so satisfying to just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm drilling right to it. And I'll say like we, we had one, I, the one that you're, I feel like you're referring to, we had one that was just like, it was in the craziest position and it took yeah. like the engineer and the driller just working together to like build like the perfect pipeline to it, essentially yeah. uh, building platforms and then like digging holes where platforms wouldn't work and vice versa. Um, and I really love that like visual style puzzle of like figuring out the most optimal way to get the pipeline. Like the, my favorite thing about those missions is actually building the pipelines. And like when it's like this crazy challenge, it's, it's almost like my favorite thing about it. I like point extraction. I, get- I, I like to be able to z- zip and zoop and i, I get to collect yeah, yeah. all the minerals and like yeah those a very, are that's always a very secret bigger. answer yeah, yeah. exactly yeah but yeah, yeah. i, I want to get the achievement uh where it's it's gonna take some doing but we can do it intentionally you have to grind on a pipe rail for 120 seconds uninterrupted and i'm like what a waste oh, we could do that yeah, yeah it's gonna be great yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> just build a big pipe for no reason right yeah, like fun actually uh, um so yeah, if we look online back to Carl, there's a lot of speculation. Um, so what can we kind of narrow in on based on Carl's voice lines? Um, so one thing that I just took a sip of, actually, Carl was known for drinking a lot of beer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's not a sick little boy uh, who like had a make a wish thing where it's like you're you're like down in the mines and you point up to the stands. It's like for Carl because it's like his make a wish was to was to go down into the the hostile alien mines. To <laughs> one of his favorite miners. If you had to make a wish for a kid's like I want to get shit face drunk, do you let him? I guess you do, right? There's there's a, a I hope so. there's I was reading an article about um, there was like a 15 year old make a wish kid or something like that uh, who wanted to have sex and they arranged it with a prostitute and. Got got the kid late. I yeah, honestly, if he's on his way out, I think that's respectable. Yeah. So foundation. Just just to say, like, if if it was like, I want to get shit faced, like, yeah, maybe they just be like, okay, bye. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> he has sex once, instantly heals, like muscles <laughs> burl out, like yeah, start yeah, popping yeah. out of every part of his body. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he does the Popeye thing where you know, like it, the the. <laughs> It was like the worm where his like arms expand out yeah. and then back into his center essentially. Starts talking like Popeye too all of a sudden. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> so what do we know about Carl? He likes to drink a lot of beer. Uh, when a gunner kills a dreadnought, one of the voice lines is that thing ate bullets like Carl drank beers. So we can uh, assume, especially from a gunner, shoots a lot of bullets. So, uh, Carl for someone should. with f- like forty-five hours on gunner, I don't think I've ever heard him say that. <laughs> you're yeah. you're a visual type, Pete. Maybe you're not an audio type. That's I'm not an audio file. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Additionally, when you press V with your beer in your hand in the game, that's the same thing as the rock and stone that we were mentioning earlier. It's the salute. Uh, you raise mm-hmm. a toast when you're holding a beer. Mm-hmm. And uh, one one of those common voice lines is for Carl. So you could 
guess that he would approve of you guys raising a glass. Okay. Yeah. Um, so also when you change clothes, sometimes you get a voice line that says, what would Carl wear? Uh, so we can guess <laughs> that he's a dresser or that at least they want it to look like he's, him. He's not nude. Is what, he was, from he was this bit out. of lore. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just a game theory, a game theory, Carl, not nude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we can say he's like Tobias Fionkis. He's always got at least cut off jean shorts on. <laughs> I wish there was cut off jean shorts. I would make my dwarf wear it. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. hell yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Go start games if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> if you build it, they will come. Wait a minute. Uh oh. <laughs> so from these few voice lines we can guess that he was a great miner a snappy dresser he could drink a lot and probably was a good friend so carl had all of the branches of deep rock covered because that's kind of everything that you try and do in the game is be a friend uh do some good mining get some cool clothes and have a couple beers between rounds I mean, yeah. drink beers yeah, yeah. he so, shotguns but... beers with the boys he's dripped out and he yeah. stacks paper like that's all you need, right? Yep. He got 100 barrels in a row in the barrel toss game. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was watching someone in a lobby do it like so consistently. They're so good at that Man, game. I I'm jealous. Tried. I'm terrible. I've done like five or six. You get a free achievement uh, called the Darwin Award. Uh, anybody listening? Uh, if you get drunk and then kill yourself in the ring of fire, you get an achievement for it. And you yeah. wake up in the infirmary. <laughs> if you jump through the hoop. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, actually, I think this is a good time to take a little break. So how about uh, everybody join me jumping through this ring of fire and we'll wake up in the med bay after the break. Okay. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And we're back after talking about Albatry. Albatry. Uh, yeah, so I don't know why. Uh, I guess Google's algorithm is um, <laughs> is 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 kind of fucked up right now. So I was we were discussing over the break whether or not I should get an Albatross. We decided not to because, of course, it would spend decades away from home, <laughs> you know, gliding around the coast of the Antarctic and eating sardines. But yeah. I wanted to see, because Ethan was saying, like, they spend, like, 90% of their lives just flying out at the ocean. I wanted to actually see, like, an actual timeline. So I put in wandering, and the Google auto-suggest uh, shows uh, wandering Jew, which is apparently an inch plant. I have no idea what I that means. I thought this was going to be about then albatrosses. <laughs> wandering merchant lost ark. Wandering Wenda CBC. Wandering Merchant wandering. Lost Ark makes sense to me, but yeah. <laughs> wandering, wandering mm -hmm. meaning, and then finally wandering albatross birds. So <laughs> <it's>... <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, it's a wandering albatross though. Like, why did you? Why? Why was your thought process? I want to learn about albatross. So I'm gonna Google. Wander. Oh, the wandering albatross is like the name of a type of albatross. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that that's why. Uh, never heard and that yeah, and then there's like the hang there's the hanging plant, the inch plant, the wandering Jew, which is actually quite nice. It's like green and purple. If honestly, if you had an albatross, uh, it would be like one in a million finding it at sea, um, because it's so vast. Uh, and same thing with Carl. Like, if we lost Carl, how would we find him? Yeah, uh, Carl left home and spends most of his, like most dwarves, spends most of his life gliding on air currents yeah. over the ocean. Yeah, wandering Carl. Yeah, filtering, <laughs> filtering his sardines out of the water by catching them in his beard like a net. <laughs> uh, so, what happened to Carl is one question we can we can hope to answer. And it looks like he was left behind on Hoxie's uh, four, which is the planet that we all go to every time we're we're heading down and doing some digging. Yeah fracking the planet yeah yeah some of the localization team have an unreleased voice line confirming that he was left behind but it was never put into the game so um take that as you will like we could we could say he probably got hurt and left behind but it, there's a chance he's still alive out there too so it, it's i want to believe yeah, yeah, yeah. like we, he's probably left behind but if dead not sure yeah. Like he went down like Willem Dafoe in Platoon, like with his arms out getting shot in the back by the Viet Cong. But then yeah. season two DLC, sometimes you can encounter a mysterious hooded hermit in the caves. Yeah. And then <laughs> season three, he's revealed to be to be Carl. But like, whatever, he has like a cool scar now. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I would also not maybe hate the idea of like, you know, we talked about elves being the season two, like the owner of the the rival incursion faction or whatever but like maybe yeah. you know carl corporate corporate backstabbing corporate sabotage you know I mistakenly like fell behind only to to meet up with his other connections oh, oh yeah i thought you know, like he would be killed like uh like in uh, house of cards it's just like uh carl spent too much time talking to environmental journalists about all yeah. the fracking that we do so <laughs> oh yeah i like that idea too like carl's like like he's tired of of basically being exploited for somebody else's profit, so he starts his own mining company and leaves his yeah, friends yeah. behind. And he <laughs> is oh. the rival incursion. Like he has the prospector, yeah. he has oh, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That would Carl be said cool. Union out loud once, and uh, well, that was it. We never saw yeah, him again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he kept trying to encourage me to tell him how much I make. <laughs> <laughs> so we have another tidbit of lore on the Skull Crusher Ale flavor text. That's the one that. Makes you do big damage with your pickaxe. Mm -hmm. um, people ask why we remember Carl. People ask what made him a legend. Rumor has it that Skull Crusher Ale is at least partly to blame. Make of that what you will. Beware. So, did he... This could mean a few things. He could have taken on too many bugs in melee range since Skull Crusher Ale gives melee buff. Um, maybe he had one too many, got sloppy on the job. Uh, maybe there's a type of accident or betrayal from another dwarf who like cracked his skull with the melee buff. Buff, you know, it could be. I've only yeah. heard the first two theories. I added the the dwarf betrayal because I thought it was a cool. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, up for promotion. Yeah. I, speaking of uh, being irresponsible in an industrial setting, uh, I was working. I had a desk job in a warehouse that like resold DVDs and video games and whatnot, like cheap on Amazon. And I knew I know there was this guy named Dan who was like a wildly irresponsible driver. He would peel out of the parking lot 
Fuck. every single day. What a cool uh, guy. And then he was driving the forklift once, and like for the fire retardant system, obviously there's like sprinklers in the warehouse, like full of boxes and movies and shit. So there's huge pipes of water running down the walls. He at some point was driving like a lunatic and drove straight into the pipe. And then when he turned, the fork from the forklift just sliced it open oh, God. and just started dumping just like liter upon liter upon liter upon liter of water straight onto the warehouse floor. Like destroyed yeah. everything in front of it, <laughs> melted a bunch of DVD boxes, destroyed fucking everything and like we got sent home early and couldn't go back to work for like three days while they fixed that problem classic that's yeah. serious yeah th- th- those did, did he yell for carl whenever he did it <laughs> he did <laughs> <laughs> uh so what happened to carl that's the best we can guess um he's probably left behind based on localization team unreleased voice lines um probably fell in battle because of skull crusher ale um is partly to blame in one way or another. So yeah, yeah. Whether it's like he got he he got the damage buff, so went down fighting, or like was too drunk to yeah actually uh, yeah. function. <laughs> yeah. Um. There also, I was gonna leave this for later, but uh, unconfirmed information: Skull Crusher Ale, uh, which Carl was very involved with in some way, gives an increased melee damage buff, and it might imply that Carl had been able to brawl uh, with only a pickaxe and no guns. And so people salute him because he was just like the straight up pickaxe OG. He didn't even need a pistol. He just uh, chopped up everything with melee, which would be cool. He's the berserker, right? The uh, shirtless, the braided beard covering his nipples. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's clearly some ties to like the pickaxe with him, right? If the pickaxe drink, like the damage buff drink makes you or is uh, alludes to him, the power attack pickaxe strike will sometimes do that. Yeah. uh, Or will sometimes trigger a voice line about Carl. There's also an achievement that kind of insinuates that no ammo would be needed in Carl's life because it's called Carl Would Be Proud, and you have to finish a Hazard 5 mission with no one dying or ordering a resupply. You wouldn't need a resupply if you only use your pickaxe. So it kind of supports the theory. Yeah, that's true, eh? That's true, yeah. So yeah, I have to pull that off. Did you say we could probably pull that off? We've never done, we've never even done a Hazard 5. We barely do Hazard 4. We practice. I was, I was just about to say, I have the the Hazard Three one. I assume we probably all do, uh, but I yeah. don't. Ha- I don't even have the. Ha- let's let's get the Hazard Four one, and then we'll talk about Hazard Five. All right. Yeah. I, I, okay. I'm just saying. Like, I I have confidence in us. I know I we you, you guys literally haven't done the quest line to unlock Hazard Five mission. So I have yeah. not. No. <laughs> we we, we, we I couldn't think... even like sign up to try it tonight. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Pete's like. Oh, I have half ammo on my main gun and I'm full on my secondary. I need to resupply. Like, like yeah. that's yeah. 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 Well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to take my secondary out of the plastic because then I can't return it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I right. can't take the tag off. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, where is Carl? So thanks to update three point four, that was one that released deep dives. We can be pretty sure which biome uh, Carl is even in. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, deep dives underneath have like flavor text um so like whenever you're at the deep dive screen there's like your deep dive your elite deep dive it has like a picture and then it has some flavor text underneath it and uh each biome of the planet has either one or two uh lines of text that keep rotating throughout the deep dives um so the first biome flavor text that mentions carl uh this one's not really to be taken seriously uh it's 
Fungus Boggs, which reads, I heard this was Carl's favorite biome. He was such a fun guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, big LOL. Uh, not really a, key, a clue. Uh, the YouTube video that I watched this gave him way too much credit for this joke. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Jay, it was Jacob at Deep Rock. So you can tweet at him um, and make fun of him for that joke if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I hate I hate the fungus bogs. I think that is the worst biome in the game. I uh, I despise it. Yeah, there's that sludge not... that slows you down, and then those like mushrooms that spray out like flammable gas. It's the worst yeah. fucking thing on the planet. Yeah, they look like I think my least favorite. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean the um the one that uh, whenever something explodes, it like leaves behind like dam like fire damage. Basically, uh, I don't like. Oh, the volcanic um, area, yeah, where the ground and, burns you. Yeah, and then there's the one with like all the coral like motifs. Um, yeah. That one I hate the most because I, I I play engineer the most these days. I play mostly uh, driller, but both of them just have such a hard time getting around in the, oh, like, the okay. coral yeah. reef one because it, it's all these like overhangs that you can't like drill up through or platform up up to. So, yeah, yeah. Um, the other one that had um, a line that mentioned uh, Carl in all the biomes is the hollow bow so b-o-u-g-h yeah um, is that the one with the 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 death vines and shit yeah Lots it's like of the, death vines. the sword vines and yeah sword vines like that, those yeah. like i think it has like those spiky things on on vines that try and attack you too that you have to shoot their like yellow wrists to basically break uh yeah, yeah. The, that's that's the sword vines that i was referring to i guess yeah. for the listeners they're basically like they're these like sentient vines that have like giant scimitars on the end yeah. and will just like like dash out and poke you like really quickly they'll like slowly 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 reach back and if you don't notice them then they'll like punch forward and like hit you yeah. uh but they'll send you flying too whenever they hit you so it's it's common enough that they'll just like knock you off a cliff and yeah yeah <laughs> make you break both your shins on land <laughs> and they could be really high up too so if you don't have a scout with like a light up there sometimes you just won't yeah. even see them uh and yeah. they'll hit you yeah yeah so the the line for uh, the flavor text for Hollow Bow is this is the kind of place they say we lost Carl. So Ooh. it could oh, yeah. be there. Uh, I could picture like Carl dual wielding pickaxes, like blocks because they always come in threes. Those those sword yeah. vines blocks one vine with one pickaxe, blocks the second with the other, and then like he gets struck by the third or something. Like yeah. it like stabs kind of... him under the ribs, so he like grabs the sword vine. He's like, "I'm taking you to hell with me," and like yeah. rolls <laughs> off a cliff holding the plant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've never yeah. tried to kill one of those sword vines with uh, a pickaxe, but I can't imagine it's very easy or fun. Nope. Yeah. So yeah, this the biome has like a lot of steep drops too. Uh, vines everywhere. There's spiky flying bugs. Um, this line kind of enforces that Carl's left behind on Hawks' spore, and specifically within the Hollow Bow biome. So if you were to go looking for him, based on all the crumbs we have so far, that'd be a great place to start. Okay. Yeah. We uh, know people die in there because if you find you can find a discarded helmet. Yes. And you, it's like a terrain scanner. You can find, you know, like uh, whatever the, the the paint job that the guy was wearing when he uh, met his untimely end. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Another voice line at the bar almost gives us a clue. Um, so I tried to proc this for the boys. I kept buying this beer for us the other night, but it just wouldn't yeah. happen. Um, it's called Smart Stout. Um, and the idea of Smart Stout is it, it 
has like little glasses on there and like a little fake like candle on it and it, it, it's meant to be like that the smart beer and mm-hmm. you, dr- you drink it and for a very short time you become a genius but as quickly as the thoughts come oh, to your right. brain, yes. it's it, they're they're fleeting. They, they 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 fall away from your brain too. So yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. The, so, length, the length of the hypotenuse of an isosceles triangle is equal to the sum of the two of the squares of the two other sides. That's yeah. a right triangle, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So sometimes Kissinger loses his glasses in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes when you drink it. Um, the dwarves will say, I think I know where we left Carl. It's so bloody obvious. But then the just as quickly as it comes, the thought slips away. So they don't know oh, where too bad. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> but like Hoxie's four is massive. And even if we knew the biome, Carl's still just a dwarf in a super massive haystack. Um, especially like with every mission on the planet being um, procedurally generated. It either means the planet is so massive that you never end up in the same place twice. Or that the planet's shifting so much that it, like either way, it's going to be very hard to find something that you left behind there. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you think they're going to have like a fucking uh, apocalypse now assignment where like Carl has, has like gone fully native. He's wearing like bug shell armor. He's, and he's like, ruling over this, this like tribe of ant people. He's, he's, he, he like won't go back because he hates the system now. Can only hope. Yeah. I watched that recently. It was a, a very fun, if not long movie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're just giving Ghost Ship tons of great fucking ideas now. They got the the grappling hook tree game. You got mm-hmm. the Apocalypse Now, mm-hmm. um, right? Uh, expansion pack. What else? Mm-hmm. Um, There's. I saw one online. It was called Nord, No Dwarf Left Behind would be the mission. And you go down, and there's like some type of AI dwarf down there that you have to rescue and then bring back with you. Um, which sound, oh yeah, that's yeah could be fun, but then it also could be kind of. Um, What's it called? Whenever you uh, escort missiony and escort missions kind of can also be bad, but well, yeah, I mean the a, the pathfinding for the AI is okay with Molly, but she can walk on walls. Uh, yeah. I would I, I I I don't know what it would be like if you had to like sacrifice one of your players where he's got like Carl on his fucking shoulders, <laughs> so you like lose a, lose a guy basically where he can't uh, can't or shoot anymore. If he had to yeah. walk, so your driller had to like make a ramp for him everywhere. Oh, I, yeah. I was just I was just thinking like Molly because Molly will just like chill spider climb like on ceilings and like so when you call the drop pod to like get out of a mission molly leads you back to the drop pod right and how she does it is she leaves these like little green markers as she's like she hansel and gretel's like little breadcrumbs behind her as she walks um but she will like full-on leave you behind in the sense that she will scale a sheer vertical cliff spend 30 seconds walking on the ceiling and, and they go find, through like, a... like the tiniest yeah. hole i like it as a That's scout it. because i follow her i just like point my zip line through oh, yeah. the hole she went but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but like i could see carl being able to walk ha- still having his his twin pickaxes and then doing like just like a driller straight line to the drop pod or whatever oh yeah uh, <laughs> as, as the dr- why i my favorite thing about play- playing the driller probably is whenever the drop pod comes you can see like where it is you see the direction that it's in but you don't know like how the the caverns will like switch back and like labyrinth their way to it yeah. uh, but as the driller you just have two massive drills on either hand and you just drill like a perfectly straight line uh, yeah. i think i think it'd be pretty cool if, if carl could do that and that would like cause something else to happen like it would increase swarm intensity or something yeah so you had to or you had to keep carl up kind of thing while uh he was doing that it's funny, I think about this movie a lot on this podcast, I, and I've seen it literally once when it was new, 
like ants, the Sylvester Stallone ant who dual wields pickaxes and like, <laughs> <laughs> and like he tunnels faster than the Woody Allen ant. <laughs> I don't remember him. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember the Sylvester Stallone ant from Ants. That movie I, was so violent, it scared the shit out of me when I was young, but I watched it on VHS when I was, like, <laughs> seven or something like that. Like, whenever it came out, I, I got it at Blockbuster because I'd already seen A Bug's Life, and I wanted to see the other Ant movie of that season. Yep. And, yeah, I watched Ants with a Z. And, yeah, Sylvester Stallone's in it, Woody Allen, and, like, uh, I don't know, like, a bunch of other, like, famous people. Back it was, to like, the, the termite war where people, like, melt. Yeah, I remember the termites, and I remember them, like, spitting acid on, yeah. on other ants. But... Back to the driller, though, I really like, even for when it's not the drop pod and you're doing, like, an egg hunt, and I'm, like, looking at the map, and you it's a 3D map with all these zigzagging, and, like, sometimes it's literally faster to walk there, but I'll just drill a, a, a straight line. Because I don't yeah, want yeah, to have to think, true. I'm just going to drill Everywhere. straight line. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. The map is a suggestion when you're a driller, basically. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you pull up the train scanner and you're like, I'm going here. I'm taking straight lines, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I fit, we fish in straight lines. Yeah. So uh, here's a question Is Carl alive down on Hoxie's? Um, unfortunately, I don't want to believe this, but what the general consensus is that he would probably be dead. Um, but why is my question. Yeah. There's why, one, why why does the internet think that he's dead, huh? There's so this first point not so strong. Um, it but it kind of suggests it is there's an achievement ca- called Carl would be proud, and would implies past tense. Um, I mean, it just means he's not around. I'm yeah. fully going with the like General Conrad thing, where he is just like out in the bush, living amongst the Glyphids as their king now. I hope so too. Track 19 on the soundtrack is called Carl's End. So, um... The end of his prolific career at Deep Rock Galactic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like to think that he did die, but I like this one theory from Conrad Harton on Reddit, uh, who said if he would, if he had died, this is a cool way that it would happen. And the quote is, uh, Carl died covering his team's extraction by riding the mule down the glyphid queen's throat and detonating his fuel rods. And he, <laughs> he lives on as a minor folk hero. So we've never met the glyphid queen, but we can only imagine with all these bugs, there is a queen down there. Right? Okay, yeah. I, yeah. My, my follow-up question was, is there other voice lines that support the existence of a glyphid queen? And is there any voice lines that su- or any trivia that supports the... Yes. That's how Carl, Carl would have gone down, riding a mule and detonating fuel rods. Uh, when you're fighting Glyphids, I th- there's uh, a voice line, die like your mother did. Um, oh, that makes much more okay. sense now. Okay. And uh, followed by for Carl, which um, it, it sounds like. Um, okay. Yeah. It could, there's a mother. Um, it could be just like dwarves being dwarves, but I, I love that, that idea that. That he went down the queen's throat herself and, like, in a... Yeah, absolute blaze of glory. Yeah, exactly. Absolute Chad. And in the loading screen, you see how, like, half the planet is clearly, like, fracked. So it's just, like, partially, like, there's just chunks of the planet floating in space. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that was maybe that was the explosion that he wrought, huh? (laughs) I'm sure you would still have some guy on, like, the, the... part of the the crust of the planet that is like in orbit because it's been fracked off the surface where he's just where he's just like he can still light his water on fire he's just like ah whatever it's, it doesn't exist yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so this is pretty much all the supporting stuff so like who he is where he is um 
where he went. Uh, is he alive or dead? We don't know, but we still have some theories. And I think there's six of them we have to go over. The first three are considered valid by the community, and the next three are considered not so valid. Um, okay. But both As pillars do. of the Deep Rock community, we can we can make those decisions for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And these are ripped uh, directly from deeprockgalactic.fandom.com slash wiki slash Carl with a K. So if you want to check those out, uh, I took those almost word for word from there. So um, that's where they come from. So first valid theory. And I don't think there's too much uh, crazy about this. Carl uh, was a former teammate of the Playable Dwarves. So they reference him as a close friend, talk about his disappearances as if they were there himself. themselves. Uh, we can guess that Carl used to be one of the team, uh, and he was one day left behind, giving birth to the phrase, leave no dwarf behind. Uh, actual evidence that Carl was their teammate is not super clear, uh, because the dwarves could be playing it up because he's so prolific that they want to seem closer to him than they are. Yeah. But oh, uh, I knew Carl. My my uncle Carl worked at Nintendo actually. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carl gave me a foil Charizard, uh, and I keep it in a in a special box that nobody can see. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the first theory. Is he used to be just one of the boys, maybe. Uh, I something that I liked is in um, Project Dorgan there was um, a bunch of different classes, but but they're all the same except for one, which is the demolitionist. So maybe Carl was the demolitionist that never made it to the final game. Um, okay. But really, we know that the engineer just kind of became the demolitionist with the C four packages along with just other tools, but. Uh, yeah. There's also Driller has the C four. Driller has C four. Oh, sorry, Driller. Oh, yeah, they kind of packed it a different way, but um, also there's theories that Carl was a scout, which I follow because I'm a scout. And I'm also <laughs> oh, I see. You, okay, you exclusively play scout. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I got silver with scout since our last meeting, which means I've been promoted one, two, three, four times at least. I've holy shit, Amy's yeah. the boss. Yeah. So Carl was. Um, this is another theory. Carl was one of the initial dwarves to descend onto Hoxie's four. So, no surprise, uh, Hoxie's is known for its dangerous working environment, but someone had to go in first to, prov to prove that it could be tamed. And it's possible that he was one of the first, or the first, dwarf to set for foot onto Hoxie's fort and fend off all the horrors. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it could be both also, right? Like, he could have been an original dwarf. He could have been, like, the old, you know, the old guard when the new babby dwarfs showed up to, yeah. to work one day, and he, like, showed them the ropes kind of thing. Yep. And then... Whatever happened to him, happened to him. Yep. They said going in blind is a good way to misjudge the dangers and end up a martyr, um, saying that maybe he was very strong but didn't know everything about the planet yet. Uh, it could be part of it. Um, another detail is Carl's uh, is commonly re referenced in conjunction with Hoxie's monsters, such as the Dreadnought, uh, drinking, mining. So it's like it says that he's a part of the same mining operation for sure we think for sure uh, yeah. yeah so why not him be one of the first like you said yeah mm -hmm. i i just came up with a theory that i'll pause it at the end actually sure okay I, you don't I, want I, to get I, it in now because yeah. if jamie then reads the theory you'll look like a fool we got oh, that's true yeah i was I'm like i'm wondering because like deep rock galactic is very clearly a uh like evil corporation that does not care about its workers what if Carl is not real and 
like in love in oh. loving memory <laughs> is just like a motivational thing. Oh yeah, to yeah, like get it. the yeah. employees to work harder. Remember our Russian propaganda that we mentioned at the top. We'll get no it. fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's oh, oh you, you no, you don't need a raise this year. Your, your raise doesn't have to match inflation this year. You're not doing this for the money, right? You're doing this. You're doing this, doing this, for, this Carl. for the for Carl for the yeah. love of the job, right? We'll He's get... like one of those like composite. It's not even a real guy. It's like Carl's photo on the wall in the memorial is just like a composite photo of like thirty other dwarves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he never existed. We will get to the Soviet Union soon. Yes, we will. Okay, <laughs> I'm, okay I'm glad you guys made me say that first okay <laughs> um carl okay this is the the third like credible theory that they have in the community is uh carl is the dwarf that all playable dwarves defend descend from and this is an expansion from another theory called the general cloning theory uh since all playable dwarves are identical in physical appearance and ability aside from their gear uh it's possible they're descendants of clones from the same dwarf this root dwarf could be Carl, and the reason he got cloned is because he was super powerful. Um, and there's not much information to support or deny this theory. Everybody looks the same. Uh, it's suspiciously vague in the way that people come back to the med bay after being abandoned on Hoxies. So it could be you're just getting your uploaded into your new dwarf body whenever you wake up in the med bay. It um, is just the movie Moon with Sam Rockwell, basically, which is an excellent film everybody should watch. I haven't seen that one. Is there four dwarves that come from a master dwarf who have to mine on the moon? Uh, no, but there is like a master Sam Rockwell and uh, everybody else is a clone who gets wounded at some point and wakes up mysteriously in the infirmary. Yeah, cool. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's an excellent um, film. Like that's a mid mid movie spoiler, but you should still watch it. It's fantastic. Okay. What um, do you guys think about dwarf seed Carl? So the clone the clone theory specifically to explain the med bay was kind of counter counteracts what i would have said like a reason i would have given for why carl is still alive right. um i like to think that uh when you as a dwarf fail you still get get picked up by drg they basically just let you go through like a bunch of pain and like unpleasantness until you can like get the next ship home kind of thing okay. is it has always been my head cannon for it so like you do eventually just wake up in the med bay because they do just pick up your unconscious cor corpse uh, and the the reason you're just unconscious and not dead is because I've I've always assumed that these dwarves are like unkillable or, or you know okay. just actually immortal and don't actually die can't actually take enough damage to them. Okay, they they will just kind of like regenerate like Wolverine eventually, even if they have a single cell remaining or whatever Wolverine's <laughs> right. deal is. Is how I've always assumed that they work. So could see that. So maybe Carl's just like try, if he did go down to kill the queen. Then maybe he's just like at the center of this hive still and no oh. mission has been able to get to him, right? No no deep dive has been deep enough. Imagine they pull him out and he looks like like a his his flesh on every part of his body is scarred. He no longer can grow a beard. He's just been in like the center <laughs> of pain for like years and years and years. And this is they can regenerate infinitely, but they'd still like grow scar tissue, so they just look worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the dwarf way, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. possible. Uh, he just he comes out looking like one of those sharks that's been covered by the sucker fish there. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, he's covered in like cir circular or uh, di digon shaped uh, scars all over. Digon. <laughs> check out check out the Patreon bonus content. So Carl, uh, so like valid theories. Once again, he's former teammate. That one's probably the most believable. 
uh, one of the initial dwarves to descend. That these can be true, like at the same time, both of them. Um, and then the third is uh, he's part of the clone theory, and he is a descendant. Uh, he's either one of the strongest clones or the root for all the other clones. Yeah, it was his beard hair that they used. They plucked it out with tweezers, and they've got it like in in one of those like magnetic cases where it just like hovers on a beam of light. It's yeah. like it's, <laughs> like the sour ball in The Simpsons. Exactly. <laughs> they keep his beard hair in an oxygen free tank, like on the other side of the moon. Yep. So now we have three uh, like lacking or debunked theories, is what they call them. Um, I think the first two are pretty easy to debunk. But the third one, which is one Pete guessed, is kind of plausible, especially in the world we're living in. But uh, let's first jump into the other two. Uh, Carl is mission control, is one of the guesses. Okay. No. Come on, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. Unless, yeah. I'm not, okay, wait, I, I, I can let you finish your theory, but like, unless they're saying like, he's taking another job and the dwarves don't realize it's him or something like that, but... There's yeah. no way they're cheersing the guy in Mission Control because there is a voice line that says, boy, that guy in Mission Control sure does have a cushy job. Yeah, that's in my... Uh, if that guy was Carl, then surely they'd be more enthusiastic and not speak about him as, he's no, as yeah. if he's no longer around. That exact voice line is there uh, in um, why it's not a good... Ethan, you've done your research. so very good Unless... Job. Unless... Okay. Unless our theory that they never did actually meet him and are just playing it up to make it seem like they're cool and they knew Carl... Uh, he did just like get promoted into middle management and like never told them his name is Carl. He just goes by like Mr. Mission Control or whatever, you know, yeah. Mr. Marx, right? right, right, right. <laughs> hey, is Carl named after Carl Marx? Because DRG is like very pro union and like like it's very clearly satire at like yeah. how how any any corporation will eventually lead to this like hellscape where you'll just be sent down to die over and over and over again. So yeah, yeah. yeah. That is uh, now a lore boys canon because that doesn't what come it, up anywhere. But uh, yeah, what is it? Uh, what did the developer like, said when he when he was asked that like, Carl is a true friend and uh something something something. But um, I have yeah, every cool, voice cool. line which we can run over uh, after these theories if you guys like to to see if sure, there's yeah. anything. No, yeah. not a voice line. I'm trying to remember. You mentioned that the developers when they were questioned by the the gotcha journalist oh. at the beginning, he was asked who Carl was. He's um. Carl's a previous colleague, a friend, and a battle brother. Every okay, monster they not. kill is a revenge for Carl, was the basic idea. Okay, they, yeah. One of the guys basically said it's like an easy out as a script way. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, yeah, all, all of this feels like a lot of fun to speculate, but yeah. work, working in game development myself uh, and having worked with plenty of developers in my time, it, I know it's probably like, yeah, we didn't give the story that much thought. We just wanted to make a cool-ass video game, which they very much succeeded on. They totally did, yeah. When they to answered this, vi this uh, like, the question about Carl, that I, the, the Battle Brother thing I just brought up, mm. they, at that point, had got the game working on PC with it not looking anything like it does now and was yeah. working on getting it to Xbox. It hadn't even been on PlayStation and everything else yeah. that it is on now. Exactly, uh, yeah. So they, they had uh, a lot on their plate other than figuring out who a, a guy named Carl was. So yeah. mm -hmm. We don't need a union here at uh, Deep Rock Galactic. Yeah. Come on. It's 300 days on and then they give you a four day weekend. It's totally worth it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that, that was Peter. You said like Carl said the, the word union once like, yeah, Carl, yeah. Carl, Carl wrote the communist manifesto once and then disappeared. Didn't show up for his next shift. Mr. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another theory is Carl is an important figure, such as a leader or DRG's CEO. Um, 
so this suggest like Ethan's guess that it's like, yeah, we used to know him. He was fine. And then he got promoted. That could be how that happened. Um, but this theory suggests that Carl's a prominent figure of some sort, such as a leader, hero, a mythological figure, or perhaps even higher than a mythological figure, a CEO of oh, I see. <laughs> Team yeah. Galactic. Say, what, what, what fucking corporate bootlicker wrote this theory? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's there's so no clearly, way. It's so clearly lampooning yeah. this, like, that, like, like CEO, uh, Alpha Sigma grind set um behavior like in humans like the whole game just seems like satire like making fun of that that i can't i yeah. refuse to believe that he's yeah. the they would never they'd never idolize an executive anyway because there's like a bunch of lines where they just like bitch about how shitty the equipment is too yeah, yeah. right yeah. They, they would never like uh, they'd never lionize the guy who put them there with like a rickety old mule robot that you just yeah. like dump rocks into right yeah. this yeah. is if you take like for carl uh literally as we're doing all this work for carl who is the ceo um oh and... <laughs> it's not it's not an expression it's just a statement of fact yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> not a great theory not a great theory. that gets a lore boy lore boys certified <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, we've got the uh, the Ethan blowing a raspberry sticker that just like slap on the slap on that one. <laughs> and our final one, uh, Carl never existed, but is a propaganda figure. And this is based on real world propaganda campaign where the Soviet Union claimed a worker once delivered fourteen times his daily quota in a coal mine. Uh, this is called the Stakhanovite. 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 Yeah. S-T-A-K-H-A-N-O-V-I-T-E movement. And it comes from the Soviet Union. And it's referred to the workers who model themselves after Alexei Stakhanov, who uh, reportedly mined 102 tons of coal in less than six hours. <laughs> Feels like a lot. Yeah, uh, I, yeah I no shit. I don't know how much coal is a lot to mine in a day, but it feels like a lot. 102... It was 14 like, times his quota. Uh, that's like 40 cars, isn't it? It's a it's lot. more than 40 cars. That's like, so it's 2,000. So if, if we're talking uh, imperial tons, that's way less than metric tons. But let's say imperial tons. So it's 2,000 pounds per ton. Right. So that's okay, yeah. 204,000 pounds yeah. of coal. Oh, so in, that, in, in under six hours. It's so funny. Like On the 31st of August. I had August. that in my head and I was like, I could, I could write. I could write surface surface level lore for a video game guys just fucking hire me <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah on the 31st of august on 1935 is when he did this uh and they used this as uh a campaign and they showed it to everyone in the soviet union like look at this guy he's doing his best why can't you and uh it's kind of it's theorized that there was six or seven workers that actually worked together and they all did double their quota for a day but then just gave all their coal to one guy and that's or if he even existed and or if the soviet union just like this guy could do it why can't you um yeah yeah i mean it's it's definitely that it's definitely that one though like he definitely never this never happened (laughs) no no what we know in 2022 about the the soviet union propaganda machine (laughs) yeah Uh, so Carl could similarly be a ruse by DRG to make the dwarves believe they can be as great as Carl to boost their mission efficiency. Um, uh, it could be true, but who knows? So it, I like that one personally. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a believable one. Um, I have like a few voice lines. You want me to just run through them? They, they could be fun. Sure. Okay. Go through a couple. Can you do an impression? 
Yeah. This one's for Carl killing an enemy. For Carl using a power attack. That thing yeah, that's, is... Okay, the cadence is for Carl. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. It's that... a quick four and then extended Carl. <laughs> that thing ate bullets like Carl drank beers. That's when you beat a dreadnought. Okay. Uh, we got it. Carl would be proud after beating a dreadnought. By Carl, look at all that pretty sparkly eye. And then that's after you uh, defeat um, one of the golden exploders, the Glyphid Crassus detonators. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll beat your record this time. Watch me while mining minerals. Um, Carl is not directly mentioned, but he might be the record holder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, outside of missions, there's for Carl when you salute or cheer or slap the fuzzy dice uh, mm-hmm. in the dropship. Carl would approve of this when you're cheering. Uh, Carl, is that you? When you drink black uh, rock, black lock uh, lager, I think you. Oh, is that the one that that makes you go unconscious? I think that's blackout. This one's black lock. I don't even know. They might have it wrong. Black lock, log lager. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Black black lock lager. Oh no, where did it go? I can't remember. Uh, the player screen will darken, followed by ghostly sounds. It's the one that you hear ghosts. Okay. Uh, wait a minute. If all truths are knowable, then all truths, in fact, must be known. But by whom? Carl would know when you drink smart stout. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, so bloody obvious I know where he is. Uh, what would Carl choose when selecting cosmetic? I'm going to wear this in honor of Carl whenever you forge a cosmetic. Uh, and then oh, some yeah. unused voice lines are... Uh, Carl, with an exclamation mark. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> don't leave me like you left Carl when the drop pod leaves without the player. Okay, yeah. Uh, Carl, if you're down here, now's the time to come out and say goodbye during the final retirement mission. I've never seen a fire in a final retirement mission, so yeah, me either. Um, yeah. So one unconfirmed information that I like a lot is when you go to the memorial hall. There's this is where you go get your promotions and based on how much you level each of your classes, there's different um, tro- uh, there's different statues. Statue. Yeah. So if you get to level ten, you or if you just play a guy, you get like a bronze statue. You get to level ten, no, it, you get a it, silver. I think statue. it's stone. It's stone, and then when you when you promote the first time, he turns bronze. Your your no. scout's probably silver now. I have no. I have gold no, statues. I've only I've only gotten three 10, classes to level twenty five. It's yeah. ten and twenty five oh. for silver and gold. Oh okay. It says it on the wall. If you climb, if you climb on the yeah. wall, and then you go up another thing, and then up another thing, all the way up to the back of the wall, it says you get the gold statues at twenty five, and down below somewhere it'll tell you the gold of uh, the silver at at ten. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So there's one if if you're like the perfect deep rock galactic person and you've played each character to level 25 or assumingly your first promotion is is when you get the gold i guess um which is just at level 25 you'll have um one scout one gunner one engineer one what am i missing driller driller but there's a fifth statue in the middle and it's another scout the drillers yeah it's another scout so uh they think that maybe this giant statue in the middle which is the second scout is actually Carl because why would you put four playable characters and then a fifth anyways, the fifth and central could be Carl, which is the giant scout. Uh, but that's just a guess. I like that's our composite it. statue where it's 25 different 
dwarf faces all combined yeah. into one. But again, he's not real. Looking at the 2017 <laughs> videos, though, a lot of their promo stuff was also that of a scout. The scout's face was used for a lot of things, uh, so it could be that was just the first character model. He's the main but... dwarf on the Steam icon too. It's a yeah. uh, it's a scout with the uh, with a pickaxe on like a stein of beer as well. Could be Carl. Could be uh, developer stuff, but yeah. Um, one thing it mentions too is uh, for the Vermintide games, Carl bears some resemblance to cousin Okri. Uh, the legendary, possibly fictitious dwarf that's viewed as a hero by the playable characters. So, um, that's cool. some tie into the 40k world. Uh, I, they probably look into that a little bit at DRG, but maybe don't care that much about it. Um, I mean, it's probably just a nod to the fact that it's like four-player synchronous co-op, yeah. PVE co-op, right? Like they're yeah. similar style games, and in, in that's like Vermintide is very much like a, a Left 4 Dead kind of game where you get together with three friends and you complete these missions essentially. So. If anything, it'd be a nod to that. But that, I mean, we've we've had a fair amount of fans stretching for for yeah. kernels of truth amidst this episode. So yeah, it might be one more. All to say, uh, still a mystery until Ghost Ships gives us more updates for Carl. I'd love to see uh, some more tidbits as they keep updating the game. They keep updating the game for free. So if you're looking for a game to play with friends, this is like an excellent one. You can do it on console. You can do it on PC. Uh, this is, if you need to support a, a game dev, this is the type of one you want to support. Uh, yeah, they for sure. give you good games and they keep updating it. And uh, it's not predatory at all. Like no microtransactions. There's some DLCs. Like if you really want to go the extra mile, you can get some extra skins, but they're really kind of off to the side and not pushed on you like day-to-day -day games. But for all we know, uh, Carl could be alive underground, surviving off glyphid meat and homemade barley bulb, bulb brew. Um, who knows? But at least for yeah, now. maybe he's making toilet liquor with uh by harvesting <laughs> uh, harvesting all like the ingredients that you get for your beer. He's just making it himself in a cave. Yep, he could be because all those ingredients are down there. So, but at least now we can say that we know all the facts around it and can have keep an educational eye out for him ourselves. So, let us know what okay. you guys think. Um, if you think it's propaganda, if you think he's alive, dead, whatever, just let us know. Uh, hop in that Discord. But uh, super fun game and. It's really fun to even look into this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. If you like the show, consider leaving us a review on your podcast app of choice and telling your friends. Uh, it's a great way to do, um, to grow the show for us. Uh, and if you leave us a five-star review and want to tweet it at us or send it to us, we'll make sure to read it on air. Um, Peter, is there anything exciting going on in your domain these days? Yeah, I mean, at Lore Boys Podcast on Instagram. Uh, I am still working full-time, so uh, I don't know if my comic's going to be out in July, but I'll certainly have a hell of a lot done in July, but you can check out Squared Idea. Uh, check out their Instagram or check out our Instagram to see uh, some progress there. And of course, um, at time of writing, Montreal Comic Con, first week of July 2022, um, I'm going to be there. The lads almost certainly are going to be there. We'll be there with my publisher, so uh, if you can make it to Montreal... Uh, from the 7th to the 10th of July, 2022. Uh, come say hello. Yeah. Come, COVID come, pending come with... Shake our with hands. COVID, COVID pending with cases just so on the rise again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jamie had it. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to find me on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, just join the Discord. We're chatting with people all the time. Uh, we have so many people coming in lately that we had to create a very own welcome channel instead of just having it all land in uh, general because it's, there, there's people joining more and more all the time. Elden Ring and DRG have, uh, have been pumping up them numbers, and the community's growing. Uh, I Honestly, every time I check the numbers, I'm so happy to see how fast this podcast is growing. So come on, get into the community of the ground floor. Become an OG. Get into that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, if you want to rep us in person, we just launched a new storefront. Um, I, I, I wanted to mention this at the top, but completely forgot. We have a new storefront on Spring. Uh, they have a lot of products and a lot of integrations, which is cool. To be able to integrate into our YouTube channel, I would love to see our YouTube channel uh, get to 1,000 subs. It's at like 800 and something. You don't need to download anything, but they, they don't let you do integrations unless you hit 1K. So I would love to get 150 subscriptions on YouTube just so we can inter- like integrate our spring store into that because uh, they have a lot of cool stuff. They have a, like a bunch of different like drinkware and hats and different shirts and pants and whatnot. It's 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 pretty cool. So that's well, um, they, don't, they don't have a lot of hats. They have one hat option, which is a bucket hat. And that's okay, the well, they have the very cool hat. Cool hat. <laughs> it's the coolest possible hat, I'll say. Yeah. It's the... <laughs> The modern man's fedora, you might guess. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you got to buy our uh, Lore Boys brand bucket hat, and then you need the little strings with the corks on them hanging down around your face. And that is, my friends, is how you get. That's how you, that's yeah. how you pull. That's how you pull chicks. You know, I, that, you pull chicks. Like, I wonder what Carl would wear, and it would probably be a bucket hat to carry yeah, all yeah. his minerals. <laughs> yeah. For sure, for sure. In, in that bucket. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so check out our, our merch store if you guys are, are interested in any merch that we sell uh, or any any of Pete's custom artwork. Uh, if you want it to be merch, it's been pretty easy for us to make that Yep. Uh, for you guys. So uh, give it a look. Let us know what you think. Uh, we'd love to hear some feedback on the new store. Um, and if you guys want to support the show, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash theloreboys, where we will release all the... Uh, loser titles as we call them which are are titles that i've been writing down this whole episode uh that we're not going to actually name this uh this episode um those come out on tuesdays on thursdays we'll release uh i think it's 30 minutes this week of bonus content yep yep. uh us just shooting the shit about various games like payday 2 the heist a 10 year old game at this point that we felt like (laughs) we felt like trying for the first time and then talking about for half an hour um (laughs) And a lot of just other other more personal stories. You can hear a story about uh, how I met the granddaughter of the man who invented the barcode one time. And Fridays. Um, <laughs> Fridays is scripts. So if you care about Fridays. what we wrote down or what we copy pasted yeah. from Wiki, those go out on Fridays. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. You, you, you can get the scripts on Friday. So uh, go to patreon.com slash Deloreboys uh, to learn more about that. And of course, if you don't trust Patreon, uh, we do have Loreboys Prime. And this week, uh, we're not really offering you anything for for <laughs> Lore Boys Prime. You know, you're not you're not getting anything in return because you're not you're not doing this for the gifts for the rewards. You're you're doing this to support the show. You're doing this yeah. for Bobby. Okay, I, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's definitely a real person. He's not just somebody that we talk about on the show. He's not just a mishmash of our three faces overlaid over each other, <laughs> make it seem like he's real. Okay, Bobby Bobby's one time guy. listened to 14 episodes in a single day. <laughs> <laughs> uh what's yeah i mean bobby Bobby once uh created 15 burner accounts to subscribe to us on on youtube you know bobby once uh during the early days of the show bobby once drank 24 beers during a sound check with us so um that is true actually (laughs) hey one one time he drank 21 metric tons of beer before (laughs) yeah Yeah, he's like the Uh, er he's like the er fucking lore boys fan (laughs) yeah um so yeah uh, make sure to head over to lore boys prime and and just do the thing for us 
All right. Uh, and of course for Bobby. Uh, and that would constitute a lore boys. Lore boys. Out. Out. Uh, lore boys no. for Bobby. For Bobby. For Bobby. <laughs> <laughs>new uh milestones remember our 10th episode way back when now now we can have our 10th bonus content guys but yeah. off the top of your head what was our 10th episode um it, i know what our 20th was but i don't know what our 10th Kirby, was kirby kirby so as good a guess as any i suppose <laughs> i can yeah, find out yeah, that's like anything in the first yeah i'm looking it up right now okay um episode 10 was it mega man x did the x have anything to do with it Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.